morning from force i prepared this podcast so that we could talk about two very critical issues at this point in time okay the first one was how we performed in the test that we wrote on friday and then the second issue that i wanted to talk about was the structure of our examination okay what is it that we are expecting in october november so i think this is a major milestone and this is a very important lesson because it sort of puts everything into perspective in as far as the direction that we are going is concerned okay right so the performance was really good um in the test i think our highest has a 28 out of 30 so that was very good but i also felt that you know if we had pushed a little more then we could have had more people uh, scoring in the range 25 to about 30 okay right but no one failed everybody passed but I, I want you to attain even higher grades in future right so we didn't have uh, problems with most of the questions except the last one Right, so I'll just go through the questions very quickly and then talk about the last one. The first question was talking about the contributions of Germany towards the outbreak of the Second World War. And this is one of those questions that are open-ended, so, so that means you can project as far as the issue actually goes. You know, you can trace it all the way back to 1919, where the Treaty of Versailles started, and you know, go through the 1930s when Hitler was trying to reverse all those territorial adjustments by repossessing all the territories that Germany had had lost. Okay, up to the invasion of Poland, which was a miscalculation on the part of of Germany I think uh, you and I will agree that he had gone too far and he needed to be stopped right number two state how the disarmament clauses of the Treaty of Versailles encouraged the formation of the free corps in Germany right so this was four marks and you're supposed to talk about how the Treaty of Versailles had these disarmament clauses, right, which limited uh, the army to about 100,000 soldiers only for a population of, of millions. It means a very huge percentage of soldiers would be discharged from service. They would be dismissed even though they didn't have any injury or physical ailment or they were now too old and needed to retire. These are people who were still in good health who would be sent back home to sit. They would be unemployed. Right, so, you know, the Free Corps became an organization which soldiers who were discharged simply went to join, okay, where they could continue their uh, military service, where they could continue living as, as soldiers. But you do know that this was very dangerous for Germany because this is an army that was growing outside of the national army. And these guys were bad and these guys were strong and these guys had weapons, okay? Then number three, describe four positive features of the Weimar Constitution. People did well on this question. I was quite happy. Uh, it provided for an elected president that was good. It means no one can just stay in power indefinitely. 
if they want to be a president they have to be re-elected after every four years or so it also banished the old monarchical system right and the powers of the president were to be shared with a rage stag and a rage threat right those two governing bodies that were now part of the weimar republic and there was also freedom of press and you know freedom of association freedom of religion the voting age was also packed at 20 years and this included women as well okay they were included in the voting system they weren't left out so all these were very democratic principles explain how the invasion of the Ruhr region in 1922 by Belgian and French forces impacted the German economy well it was disastrous you know that because most of Germany was now heavily reliant on the Ruhr region after so many territories had been taken away from from Germany right so you know the Ruhr region was like a lifeline for the whole of Germany by producing coal in that region they were able to sustain a number of jobs and keep the the economy moving very slowly but moving at least so when that region was taken you know the effect was immediate banks shut down there was a major strike of the workers in that region that just brought the economy to a standstill and as banks had closed down the inflation went through the roof all the savings and all the pensions that people had uh, and all the investments that people had made all of a sudden became worthless overnight and about 100,000 German citizens were displaced over this issue right so it had very severe effects right then number five Right, number five was the two-sided question, uh, where we continue to have problems, but I don't know why, because when I look at our answers, it shows me that the one side of the answer is very, very good. Our questions are 10 marks each for these two-sided questions, but if you don't balance your work, if you present a one-sided argument, it is very difficult for you to score anything higher than five out of ten no matter how good your points are but if you give a balanced view even if on the other side you give one or two points but there's an element of considering the other side of the question then the examiner automatically considers it as as balanced okay and you immediately go into a range of about six to eight if you balance your your work you have your two sides and you have a conclusion then automatically you are between 9 and 10 out of 10 right so you have to take note of these things and you are being asked that in the period between 1923 to 1929 was the government able to deal with these economic problems was the government able to address the economic issues right and you could say that period is a period of relief so it is to a greater extent that these problems were were solved because during that period many positive economic changes were actually made you can refer to the doors plan and how 
you know the, the terms of the sales were reviewed and germany was being allowed to pay what they could afford at a time you could talk about how the weimar republic secured a loan of 800 million gold marks which was you know um, put into various sectors of the economy you can talk about the new currency that normalized trade locally and and internationally you can talk about the young plan which reduced the reparations debt from 6.6 .6 billion to 2 billion and you know you can talk about the general uh, standard of living in germany that started to improve prices of goods started going down those who were working were able to purchase goods with the money that they earned you remember in the period up, up to 1922 people were no longer using money as uh, a medium of exchange because the money was now was now worthless they were now exchanging goods okay you give me this i give you that i give you potatoes you give me tomatoes because using money was was the money was worthless okay but during these years these six years from 1923 to 1929 uh, they started going back to the normal ways of transacting and doing business you could see people were happier people could afford simple pleasures like holidays going to amusement parks going to theaters going to restaurants you know they could afford these things once again because the economy was now doing well again that is a one-sided answer no matter how good those points are they can't give you 10 out of 10 right so now you have to show the other side that despite these efforts it wasn't completely perfect okay the economy did not make a complete turnaround well this is the reason because unemployment still remained very very high a good number of people still remained unemployed like if you give the example of the free corpse who were discharged from service whilst they were still able because of the terms of the sales all those people were technically unemployed and although the money could buy or purchase goods but generally you know the standards of living were much lower than what similar workers in other countries were were earning right and you can also look at the expressionist art and the poetry of the time which was very critical of the weimar republic and which was also critical of how people were living at that time how people were divided and how there were so many classes in in, in germany as a result of how much wealth they earned this is the failure of the weimar republic according to these artists you know this proves that the economy was not okay because people were divided according to what they made in life according to the amount of wealth that they they had so this is a very negative feature despite this portrayal that things were happier and uh, the economy was good but if you take a closer look you can see that you know there were all these divisions that show that things were far from from perfect and then you just conclude in conclusion therefore blah 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 i've actually attached the corrections for you so that you could view it i think when you look at the corrections you can even ask yourself why on earth didn't i you know uh totalize uh this 
test okay so in the next test i expect that you would uh, work harder and attain a much higher mark okay our standard is always always 100 percent no matter what right so now in the next two minutes or so i wanted to talk about the final exam okay because as we were preparing for this test i i got some messages in my inbox okay uh, i'm not going to gossip it was you kelly but i thought what you were asking was very very valid and she wanted to know the scope of our of our examination to say what is it that we need to expect in in november are the questions going to be like you know what we are doing right now right so i've prepared a short document for you where i tried to put together some typical questions that you would you would ask okay we are doing three papers paper one paper two and paper four okay and paper one and paper two are two hours each and paper four is one hour right so i would like you to look at the details of how the examination is structured and what will be in each paper i want to challenge you to actually go through the document it's only two pages okay it's only two pages but i've come to um you know a rude awakening that sometimes people don't even listen to the podcast they don't even open the pdfs that i would have sent to you but i want to challenge you today and say if honestly you opened the material that i sent to you and you went through it there is no way on earth that you would fail or be lost because i've tried to narrow it down to the very last thing and i think i also sent you the syllabus um, at the start of the term so you can open your syllabus and verify whatever is there okay so you know at the end of the week uh, i'm going to give you a shorter test out of out of 20 okay and this time the test will be based on sources because if you check um, your examination source-based questions appear in paper too okay right and what we're going to do is basically start getting used to the idea of answering questions with with sources so what happens in the exam is that you'll be given maybe four or five um, different sources maybe a picture and a number of passages based on the same event right and remember historians write about uh, certain events from different perspectives right then you would be asked to evaluate and analyze the different information right so for this particular paper normally you have six questions from uh, from the four sources that are listed or five sources that are listed there so at the end of the week at the, during the last test of the I will set a similar paper based on what we have covered on Germany okay we are practicing the skill the content part of it we will sort it out but we need to be able to apply those skills of analyzing sources right so I will uh, make it short it will be out of 20 you have already written a paper that is out of 30 so this one will be out of 20 
and then whatever mark you get will be added on to give you a final mark and it should be interesting for you because then you get to assess the reasons why people witness the same event but write about it in totally different ways what is it that influences writers to write differently is it their background is it their race is it the country where they come from is it their level of education is it their position or class in society what makes all these writers put things across so differently right so sometime during the week i will make time uh, to talk about how to attempt these questions based on sources i will not throw you out to the wolves and just you know attack you uh, with an exam on sources when i haven't explained to you but you you you've had some practice last week you wrote a question based on a graph right these are some of the things that can just appear in the examination right so for the remaining time for the remaining minutes please just go over the material regarding what your final examination is like and then if you have questions just post them publicly on the class comments so that everyone can can what can benefit from your question and i would answer back on that same platform i hope that this is clear i've made so many announcements i've said so many things but i hope from this short podcast you are able to gather the main points of what i was trying to communicate with you okay so in our next lesson we will continue with our depth study and i will look for a midweek lesson to talk about how to approach the source based questions for today i think that is it goodbye and have a great day